0: All right, so this is Marlon Lan here. I am on a new app called Anchor, and I'm getting my podcast on. They are making it easy. Like, I've been wanting to do a podcast. I did a podcast interview uh, with Laura and uh, Nathan Lee uh, that last week or the week before last. You can check it out on The Tapestry. Anyway, it was a pretty cool experience. I've been wanting to do this for a while, just uh, trying to figure out how I could do it with everything else that, you know, I have going on. So, saw this app called Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. So, if you're interested in doing a podcast, you need to definitely check it out. Well, I say check it out. Let's see how this goes, okay? I don't know how it's going to go yet. I'm just into it. But I will probably be doing podcasts like, I don't know maybe every day I got things I want to talk about okay lots of different things I'm gonna be talking about health and fitness I'm gonna be talking about filmmaking I'm gonna be talking about social issues yeah social issues you can call them politics whatever I'm gonna be talking about them Um, did I say sports let me talk about sports Um, just whatever comes to mind. Uh, There are a lot of things that I'm passionate about, which I'm sure there are a lot of things that you're passionate about. So we're going to talk about those things. Um, So this morning, let's dive into sports first. Let's talk about basketball. I mean, that's the best sport in the world, isn't it? I mean, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the NBA. Okay. So if you know me, then you know that I am from Oklahoma, but my favorite team is not the oklahoma thunder no my favorite team is the golden state warriors okay yeah i know i get a lot of flack about not you know not having the thunder as my favorite team but you know what um the thunder you know they only been here for like 10 years or something you know and uh i have to like a team I don't care if I'm from that place like I mean yeah I got some hometown spirit I mean I like the Thunder they're just not my favorite team I love the way Golden State plays I love the way Steph Curry plays and how he can shoot and uh, I identify more with him and his skills uh, than anybody else because that's the type of player on a lot of levels that I was you know being able to shoot from the outside things like that but I was a point guard um now I do also, really, really like Russell Westbrook's game, um, his mentality, and how he attacks the basket and does things like that like that. that also reminds me of my personality and, and how I play basketball. I mean, I play basketball with a chip on my shoulder, and I still do. So if you see me on the court, like I'm in attack mode like for real. So anyway, um, Golden State, so Steph Curry went down. The other night uh with an ankle injury again, and I'm not sure if it's the same ankle, but he's been having these recurring ankle injury problems for like too long. Um, I don't know what the fix to that is, but uh I mean that it looks like that's gonna be a problem throughout his whole career and the thing about ankles are you know that kind of thing can happen any time, and you really have no control over that. it's like You're just landing, and you just land awkwardly on somebody else's foot. It's like, what can you do about that? How can you prevent that kind of injury? What do you do just, like, not jump? I mean, you can't do that. It's basketball, right? So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I would like to talk about how the NBA is shaping up right now. I feel like this season, with all of the teams and all of the, the different trades and, you know, people going to different teams and things like that I mean this to me is the most exciting season like so far because for the past what two or three seasons it's always been well it's either going to be Cleveland or Golden State that's going to win it all I mean Golden State won it uh, that first year that they met Uh, LeBron had a lot of players hurt on the team K-Love was hurt Um, Kyrie was hurt And then, uh, you know, that next season, they were all healthy and they end up winning, which uh, pissed me off um, because I think Golden State could have won. I think that the NBA and the refs uh, did kind of cheat, you know, because uh, Draymond Green was suspended for a game. And if he had not been, I feel like they would have won. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. They won. And then last year, Golden State came back and won. Uh, I... Okay, so those two teams were at the top. Well, now you have a lot of teams that are strong contenders. Well, not a lot, but more than we've had in the past. So in the East, you not only have Boston, you know, Kyrie went to Boston, and they're a really good, solid team with some really good, strong, young players who are very athletic. And uh, you also have Toronto. Toronto. Mm -hmm. Toronto is actually leading in the East right now. And whoever thought that would be happening. So then you got this mid-season trade um, with Isaiah Thomas from the Cavs going to the Lakers and all that kind of stuff. And so it's like, did Cleveland really get better? Because it seemed like they did at first, but I don't know. I guess the playoffs will tell us. So who am I picking to come out of the East? It's really hard to go against LeBron, but... With so many new players on that team, and like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them, but I just don't see them coming out of the East. This might be the year for the first time in who knows how many years that LeBron may not make it to the finals. Um, they have a chance to beat Boston or Toronto. Like, both of those teams are strong, but uh, what I see with Boston is they have a lot of youth. Now they have Kyrie but then they have a lot of youth. They have players that have not been there and haven't really proven themselves, haven't been in the playoffs and don't know what that's like in the playoffs. They are different. So that would keep them from advancing. So I'm not sure if they're ready yet. Toronto, uh, they do have some young players. They don't really have any real experienced veterans, uh, but they do have a couple of really strong um, all-stars. So... I don't know i guess it might depend on matchups but you know if it comes down to like a seven game series like if the series is close then i wouldn't bet against lebron so i don't know it's a toss up in the east and it's shaping to be a toss up in the west i don't know um you know golden state is my squad and before i thought there would be no challengers but here comes houston on this like 16 game win streak um I mean, they are looking really good. And they have a solid team. It's not like uh, this is just happening they're just blowing smoke. No, they have a solid team. And Chris Paul has definitely helped them. And James Harden is really doing his thing. This is probably his best season ever. But Harden has always folded in the playoffs. So is he going to continue to fold in the playoffs? Because if he does, then they're done. But if he doesn't, if he plays like he's been playing, then it's going to be tough for Golden State to beat them because they match up with them really well. The only the only way or or kind of the only thing that I see that would put Golden State over the top is that they have um, four all-stars in KD, uh, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Now, if you match those players up with four of Houston's players, then, you know, like let's say Steph Curry and Chris Paul. All right, I'm going to give Steph Curry the edge on that. Then let's say KD and James Harden. I'm going to give KD the edge on that. Let's say Draymond and I don't whoever whoever he's up against. That might be a toss up. I don't know. And then you got Klay Thompson. Now, whoever he's going up against, it could be Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon is that dude is cold. He comes in off the bench. If you haven't seen him play, that you can't stop that dude. He's strong, he can jump, he can shoot, and he plays defense. So you can't stop him. Okay, that dude ought to be starting. He reminds me of Harden when Harden was at the Thunder and they didn't want to start him. But anyway, um, so I don't know. I, I might give that edge to uh, Eric Gordon. Um, but anyway, as you can see, oh, and then, okay, there's Capella the place for Houston. Um, I might give him an edge over whoever he's playing uh, because he's going to score more points and he's just a walking double-double. But um, still, Golden State... I feel like they have a little bit more of an edge. So I guess it just depends on, like I said, James Harden, how he's going to be. It depends on, you know, if either team has some players hurt or anything like that. So I don't know. I'm hoping for Golden State. I'm going to give them a slight edge. Okay. So, and I hope they win it all again. Okay. We need to win it all again. All right. Now, so. For you Thunder fans out there that are hoping the Thunder is going to do this and do that, they're not doing jack squat this year, okay? I'm just letting you know. Now, they've had a decent season, but they have some problems. And one of the problems is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is, I mean, he used to be a superstar. And then he was an all-star. And now, I mean, like, what would you call him? Because... I've been saying this all along since Carmelo came in the league because he used to be my favorite player when he played for uh, Syracuse. Um, He needs to score and rebound. like He should be a beast on the boards, and he's not. And he never has been. Since he's come in the league, he hasn't improved his game in any way. He's just been a scorer the whole time. So he's like a, a la Allen Iverson. But, you know, Iverson led the league in steals. So uh, Carmelo's never done anything like that. And so now he's getting older and he's not as athletic. And I'm telling you right now, if he doesn't change his game like really quick and start getting rebounds or start playing some defense, he's going to be relegated relegated to somebody's bench like really quickly. So, um, you know, for the Thunder thinking that he was going to be the answer along with Paul George, no, that ain't happening. And the Thunder, they still need uh, some more players on the bench. I mean, uh, Raymond Felton, he's he's good off the bench. He's solid. And they have a, a couple of more players, but they are not there yet. So they need some. Definitely need some more pieces. All right. All right. So let's move on to that, and let's talk about um, let's talk about movies. Yeah, let's talk about movies a little bit. All right, so i went to go see um uh, red sparrow over the weekend and my movie review is up on my youtube channel and if you don't know about my youtube channel then you need to go check it out and you need to subscribe okay it's youtube backslash marlin m-a-r-l-o-n lad l-a-d-d and then me and wifey also have a fitness channel that's called love and fitness all right so check out both of those channels and subscribe and see what we got going on. Anyway so I saw Red Sparrow which is a movie with Jennifer Lawrence and um, it was exactly not what I thought it was going to be. The movie trailer for that movie very very misleading they had me and probably the rest of the world believing that this was going to be some cool spy espionage action film. Kind of like atomic blonde okay no it was not like that it was a very very slow movie it was sort of i guess entertaining to a degree because you know well i'll just go ahead and tell you this part like um, a sparrow is what they call uh, an intelligence undercover operative in russia okay so that's why the movie's called red sparrow so I didn't know that. Um I don't I'm not sure if that's a real thing or not, but if it is, that was some, you know, good information. There was some good insight into kind of the country and the things that they do and kind of how they think. So on one hand, I was thinking, you know, that's really crazy that they have operatives like that, but you know what? We do too. Okay? Uh probably most industrialized um countries Have operatives like that that do things like that but my issue with this movie was that it was very similar to Atomic Blonde because Jennifer Lawrence is in this movie playing a Russian spy and it was the same thing with uh, Atomic Blonde that was Charlize Theron and she was playing a Russian spy now Atomic Blonde in my opinion was a much better movie and Atomic Blonde was slow in places but man the action in that movie the fight scenes were just awesome and i'm talking about charlie Theron taking people down and out and i don't think i don't think i've ever seen a movie like this that had that sort of you know fight action like that on such a realistic level with a woman just really jacking people up i mean you've seen women in movies beat people up but it's like really over the top you know like Tomb Raider stuff. Like, it's too much. This was actually uh, more along the lines of what it would be like in these types of situations. I mean, Charlize Theron was, uh, she was bad to the bone, uh, but she was a woman still. So she's going up against men that are actually physically stronger than her. And she gets hit and she gets hurt and she gets back up and she you know, figures out a way to beat these men down, uh, not only with strength, but with intelligence. You know, a lot of times with men getting in there fighting, you know, they just have one thing in mind, attack mode, and they're not really thinking with their heads. And so that's where you could see that uh, Charlize's character had an advantage over them. So that movie was good. Uh, Red Sparrow uh, is kind of coming out party for Jennifer Lawrence. Um, She was very sexy in this film, and I think that was intentional. She had a sex scene. She showed her breasts. Um, her her body actually looked nice in this film. I mean, obviously, you know, she worked out and did all those kinds of things, but I think she was trying to tell the world that she is no longer Hunger Games. No, she's not Hunger Games anymore. Okay? Alright? So, if you want to see Jennifer Lawrence uh, being sexy, then definitely check this movie out, but don't go into this movie thinking that it's an action film. Alright? Um, let me tell you something else that I'm watching, and... You know, I don't want any judgments on this because, you know, we got little Mav. Uh, you know, that's that's my youngest son. He's uh, two years old. And we don't get to go to the movies like hardly ever, like never. So we have to watch stuff at home. And uh, I, I'm just now watching the last Star Wars film, uh, The Last Jedi. And I had a lot of preconceived notions about this film because I've seen trailers and I talked to people after they watched it. And... I was like, listen, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker and all this hopelessness. I mean, look, that's not Luke Skywalker. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, you know, don't make me mad. Are you crazy? Like, Luke was the hope for the future. And so now you're telling me Luke is this old man looking like Obi-Wan Kenobi walking around like broken. Like, man, no, shut up with that. So anyway, I had all these preconceived notions about the movie, and I was like, ah, oh, it's one of those Star Wars movies. You know, they haven't been really good or good enough or on the same level as the original since they started coming out with the prequels and all that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, so I'm about halfway through the movie, and you know what? I don't know how it's going to end yet, but so far, I'm actually impressed. It's, it's really good. So I like where the story's going. Um, I'm excited to, to finish that. Maybe I can finish that tonight you know? Hey, and I found this really cool feature on my TV. It has a headphone jack. Does your TV have a headphone jack? I've got these headphones, and I, I hooked it up, and you know, like, Mav was taking a nap, and I was like, watching Star Wars with my headphones as loud as I wanted, and it didn't disturb him. That's like heaven. I mean, that's like, yeah. That's, that's dad talk right now. Like, that's heaven. You don't understand. Yeah, you you don't get it, alright? Oh, yeah. Alright, so, anyway, that was kind of my weekend. It's kind of what we did. Oh, no, no, no. We did something else, like, really, really fun. Uh, we did a uh, a workshop. A fitness workshop. Me and Belle. Um, it was at the Women's Conference at Metro Tech, and this conference was awesome. I wish we would have had more time to go up there and and spend and and hang out and stuff like that. But we were really only able to make it to, you know, teach our class and stay a little while after. But um, it it was just awesome. They had some really cool classes that I wish we could have gone to. And uh, I mean, we're definitely next year, like we're gonna be on board and get there early enough to to see all the vendors and take some of the classes and some of the workshops and stuff like that. Um, Our workshop was about fitness and health, and, uh, and, and love, you know? And, and that's why our channel is called Love & Fitness. It's because, um, like, we love health and fitness, but it also has a very strong impact on our relationship. And, you know, fitness is what helped our relationship get stronger. So I don't know if you're in a relationship right now um, if you're a couple and you work out together or or whatever, if you don't, you should try it. And uh, I mean, it's just it's the best thing in the world. You know, people are always talking about couples growing apart. And the reason why couples grow apart is because they stop doing things together. And so as you get older and you have different hobbies, you start moving in different directions because you're sharing experiences with other people and not your your spouse not your the person that's supposed to be your best friend you know if you go to the gym and let's say your goal is to like lose 15 pounds and and gain muscle well let's say that that takes you like six or seven months and you end up achieving that goal and you know you're so happy but who have you shared that with I mean you may tell your spouse but they haven't actually experienced that with you so you have grown you have girl, what the <laughs> you have grown, um, but your spouse or your partner hasn't been there with you. They have not grown with you. They might see what you have done, but it's different having that experience to be there with you, to be that support system for you. So uh, you know, we started working out um, together, and, and this was I guess this is kind of my first time really doing this on this level. Um, You know, I've worked out with uh, women that I've dated before, but, you know, we set a goal together, uh, Belle and I did, that we wanted to get in shape, get in the best shape of our lives for our wedding because we were having a beach wedding in Mexico. And so we started like maybe a year out or so, and we decided, you know, together that really nothing was going to stand in our way. And I mean, we just got busy. We were going to the gym five, six days a week. And I mean, we were just loving it. And then, you know, once we started seeing the results that we wanted, oh my gosh. I mean, it was like, again, doing this thing together. And, you know, we pushed each other, you know, because I'm a guy. So when I go to the gym, what do I want to work on? I want to work on this chest. Okay. I want to work on these shoulders, all right? I want these biceps to be popping, okay? Suns out, guns out, you know what I'm saying? All right. Well, she wanted to work on something different. She was like, "Why are we always working on this? Why are we always working on arms?" I was like, "Cuz I want big arms." So anyway, uh, she's a woman. And so what do women want to work on? They want to work on their butts. They want to work on their quads. All right, they wanna work on those hammies, all right? Now listen, one time Belle came to me and she was like, hey, I want that, that um, glute-ham tie-in. I was like, what? What the freak are you talking about? Yeah, she was like that serious. She was like, it's where your butt and your hamstring meet. And I was like, what in the freaking world are you talking about? Oh. alright thanks so anyway um, <laughs> I had to step out for a second but anyway I was like what in the world are you freaking talking about that's nuts I've never even heard of that and why, why would I want that but anyway so you know I mean look I have small legs um, I have had small legs I got small legs uh, from my dad you know, thanks, Dad. He did give me some other great things, though. But anyway, so I kind of, you know, just decided that my legs were going to always be small. And that's, like, the wrong thing to do. And so I never really wanted to work legs, really didn't care about them. Um, never hardly wore shorts unless I was playing basketball. So, you know, I guess I was kind of good at hiding my legs. And so she pushed me to start, you know, getting on my legs, especially when we... uh <laughs> We would like do our measurements, right, and so we would measure like our waist, chest um arms and butt and legs right and so one time uh I think my my leg was like a half inch bigger than hers, and I was like, "You know that's embarrassing, okay, because like you know I'm four or five inches taller than her and outweigh her by like, you know, 40 or 50 pounds. And we essentially got the same size legs. It's like, look, man, I ain't no punk. All right. We're about to get on these legs. This ain't happening no more. And so, uh, you know, so I started going hard on the legs and uh, got my legs to get much bigger and much better. Um, She also really, really, really wanted abs. And so, um we focused a lot more on abs, which is something that I wouldn't have done uh, because, you know, like playing basketball and stuff like that uh, for most of my life, you know, you get out there and you run, then, you know, you're going to see your abs. But, uh, I mean, she pushed me uh, to do that. And when you look at our pictures, you know, during the time of our wedding, you can see, like, you can see all that work. It came to fruition. So... Anyway, so we were talking about that in the conference, and we were talking about you know just health stuff, you know, and there's a difference between being healthy and being fit now, when we were getting in shape for our wedding, we were concerned with being fit, and so you know, I guess we sort of uh we, we sort of matured and learned uh through all the things that we were doing, and so we discovered. You know the differences between being fit and being healthy. Now you can be fit and healthy, which is you know what we are now, and which will be our goal from here on. Or you can just be fit, and just being fit is just looking good. You don't really care what you're putting in your body; you're just eating whatever you need to get to your macros, um, to reach your aesthetic goals. How you look physically. Well, the problem with that is you can be eating a lot of bad things for you. Um, you know, you need to look at food labels. You need to look at what's in your food because some of these things are causing some of the conditions that you might have. You, you might have high blood pressure. You might have diabetes. You might have a heart condition. Um, you know, you might have a host of other things that's going on, and it could be related to your food. Like dairy, for instance, is bad for you, okay? Um, it really is. Uh, sugar is bad for you. Sugar is now they know that uh sugar can cause cancer, so it's bad for you um you know things that we have been told growing up that you should eat that's good for you like they're not um milk uh bread um and even meat okay like so we're like vegetarian now, and I haven't eaten meat, and I don't know how long and you know, once you read up about meat and all of the diseases and conditions that it can cause and the fact that there is blood and mucus and bacteria in meat, um, like it should be a wrap. Not only to consider like the, the harmful effects to the environment. I mean, if there's a few documentaries on Netflix and if you just watch one of them and it shows you, you know, talks about the green gas emissions and um, just how much land they've had to destroy so that they could, um, you know, I mean, uh, harvest cows or whatever you call it. I mean, you know, feeding cows and, you know, having that land where cows are just basically eating and boo Um, you know, just in order to get them to the slaughterhouse so that we can eat meat. And if you think about us in this country and how big uh, of meat consumers we are, it's ridiculous. So just think about um, just money and manufacturing and how they're like, okay, we got to get these people this much meat so we can make this much money. Just think about that whole mechanism and how many cows and they kill like every day and not just cows i mean you know chickens and and other animals but i'm saying cows for the most part because we consume more beef than anything so if you just think about that on such a large scale and just how detrimental that is and and damaging to uh, the environment and just the way they treat animals it's inhumane i mean it really is so anyway you know, I'm not going to be judging you if you eat meat. I mean, that's your thing. But, you know, the research is out there if you want to start looking it up. Um, and these are facts. I mean, this is just like, hey, you know, cigarettes, they cause cancer. You know, you can smoke it if you want to, uh, but the information is out there for you. So if you want to be healthy um, and if you want to live a healthy life, then, you know, the the people that, that make food... Um, and the big manufacturing companies and the really rich corporations and things like that like they don't have our best interest at heart, okay? Um they have money at heart. Uh kind of just like the uh pharmaceutical companies and I guess we'll be talking about that in another episode. Anyway, so uh that was my rant for the day, you know. I decided to uh really jump outside my box today and do this podcast, because I just downloaded this app, and I wasn't prepared for anything, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do what Will Smith said, I'm going to fail forward, and fail often, so anyway, till next time, I am Marlon Ladd, holler back at you.